This is One Narrow Gate podcast on the series of What is the One Narrow Gate? This is part four, and today we're going to deal with the inner heart of a person to do the right thing. Now, for a brief recap on what the one narrow gate is, the one narrow gate is the end of a very narrow path in which only a few take it, and that leads them to life in the afterlife, paradise in the afterlife. Most people take the big wide path that brings them to destruction, and there is a thin, narrow path that leads to only a narrow gate. And what is that narrow gate? It is Jesus. Jesus says, if you will either believe in me, you will walk down this path. The path is the lifestyle of doing what Jesus says, or you will do what Jesus says to get yourself to believe in me so that when the time comes, you can go to heaven in the afterlife. Only through Jesus can we get to heaven in the afterlife. He is the only belief. Only believing Jesus is the only belief that will get us there. That is a summary of the one narrow gate. Now, as Jesus prepares us to believe in him, he teaches us things that will help get our heart right. Because a true belief is not just a series of words, or it's not just actions you do. A true belief is your whole being. And Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that people's hearts deceive them. So that people think, oh, I'm doing the right thing, or I really truly believe. He's like, if you really truly believe, let's see. Let's see if you do these things. Let's see if you actually will follow my commands. And let's see if you will follow me and do what I say. Do as I do. Believe in me and believe in all the things I do as truth. So Jesus is like, listen, I have a series, a set of commands and teachings and instructions that if you follow them, it either shows that you believe in me or in following these instructions, you will eventually believe in me and enter through the narrow gate into heaven. So today we're going to talk about the heart of the matter, the heart of the matter. What does that mean? Jesus says that it's not enough to do the right thing, or actually, excuse me, it's not enough to not do the wrong thing. You have to not even want to do the wrong thing. I once got fired over a job, actually, honestly, um, for sharing the gospel with someone. And days before I shared the gospel with a coworker, I was working with the guy who was training me, and uh, he somehow perceived that I was a holy man. And he was right. I'm a Christian, and the Holy Spirit's in me. And he sensed that I was a good man, and I wanted to do the right thing. And uh, he, by the end of the day, he said to me, he said to me, hey, am I being good? Am I doing really good for you? Am I being really good? Strangest thing to say to a coworker or a guy you're training. And I said, yeah, you're doing good. But then I think the Holy Spirit <laughs> spoke through me and said, and spoke this. And he said, uh, sorry, I said to him, it's not a matter of just doing the right thing. You have to not want to do the bad thing anymore. I think that really convicted him. And I think that actually is one of the reasons that led to me being let go. <laughs> you know, what? that's okay. God gave me jobs after he's God provides everything. And I think God really wanted me to um, evangelize to uh, another person in that line of business. But anyway, I was right. And God used that to speak to this guy. Probably, I might've been the only person to ever say that to him. It's not a matter of not doing wrong. It's a matter of wanting to not do wrong, wanting to not do wrong. This is what Jesus says. Jesus uses two commandments. He uses the commandment of do not murder and the commandment of do not commit adultery. That's pretty simple. It basically means do not kill someone. And the other one is do not have sex with someone outside of marriage. Those are against God's law. Two, two different commandments that God says um, that he says not to do. Jesus says, you have heard that it, the ancients were told you shall not commit murder. You shall not kill someone. He says, but I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court 
and whoever says to you, to his brother, you good for nothing shall be guilty before the Supreme Court, and whoever says you fool shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. What does that mean? It basically means that in your heart, you're hating someone so much that if you weren't a coward, hear me on this, you're hating someone so much that if you weren't a coward, you would kill them. You think someone's worthless enough to kill them with your mind and even with your words. A friend of my wife's made a good observation that anyone who gives verbally abusive words and who is verbally abusive is murdering someone, cutting them down, basically. So without killing their, killing their body, but they're pretty much killing their soul. And so if you verbally abuse someone, if you're angry with someone, if you're basically a coward from actually killing them, but you're doing everything else in terms of hating them, Jesus says that is really breaking God's law. That is guilty enough to go to hell. Wow, it's a big statement. God says, listen, if when you kill someone, the foundation of that is hate anyway. So if you hate someone enough that you want them dead, that's just as bad as murder. Jesus says, it's just as bad as real murder, and you will go to hell for that. He says, if you want to take this path towards life, you need to have the heart that says, I don't even want to hate people anymore. Now, he uses this next commandment. He says, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus says, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. There are a lot of guys out there that think they're doing the right thing by not cheating on their wife or by not committing adultery uh, or not having sex with any other woman. Uh, but they're looking at pornography. They're, they're scanning women up and down. And Jesus says, that's the same thing because all adultery starts with that. It's the same with the single guy. The same with the single guy who's like, well, I'm not married yet and I'll do the right thing when I'm married. But for now, I'm going to look everywhere I want. I'm going to look, but not touch. Look, but not touch. Wrong. Jesus says that is wrong too. He said, and also this goes for women too. Women who lust at men. Doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, if you're lusting for someone else and you're just not doing anything about it in terms of actual sex, Jesus says that's just as bad and you're guilty. Jesus says, if you want to take the path towards life, if you want to really enter through that narrow gate and take the path that few, only a few choose, if you really believe in me, you're going to not even want to do the wrong thing. And Jesus says, if your right eye makes you stumble, tear it out and throw it from you. I mean, I don't recommend tearing out your eyes because you you don't want to be a blind person that's lusting too, because that can still happen. You can lust with your imagination. You need to do whatever you possibly can to not lust. You have to do whatever you possibly can to not hate. You have to do whatever you possibly can to not steal, not lie, not idolize things other than God and, uh, and want what other people have. It's all a matter of the heart. You have to not want to do wrong. You have to not want to do wrong and you have to not want to do what God says is wrong. Jesus says, this is the path towards life. You either believe in me and you will do that. Or if you take this path, you will eventually believe in me. Sometimes your heart either believes, or if you're a self-deceived person, like I used to be, you have to take this path to make your heart ready to actually believe in Jesus. This is the heart of the matter. You do not even, do not even want to sin and your heart will be on its way towards turning towards Jesus for that true belief that gets you to heaven when you die. So that's, that's a very important passage. Not many people speak on it because it's way too convicting. Uh, but that's why this podcast is here. I'm not getting paid for this (laughs) for maybe the, I don't know, two people that are actually listening. Um, this is an, a powerful message that could really lead you towards a true path of belief of true belief in Jesus. I'll continue on, um, later on in this series about, 
the ways in which Jesus is. This is going to help your heart get ready because that's what Jesus is all about. He wants to save everybody, but some people need a little extra help. Just like if sometimes the soil needs a little extra help to get rid of rocks and weeds and all that, sometimes it's not ready to 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 uh, grow crops. Same with the pe- same with the person's heart. It's not ready yet, but Jesus says, "Follow me, follow me, and it will get there." <laughs>